Welcome back to the Bronze Nugget Podcast, where we give you little nuggets of wisdom that we can't promise are valuable. I'm Wayne. And I'm Jenna. And it's been a while. Yeah, a little bit, that's for sure. <laughs> and, and I have a massive headache right now. I don't Me know why. Me too. <laughs> yeah. But you know, we're putting out the content because it's been too long. <laughs> we're pushing through for you. Yep. <laughs> so how has the past, what, like two-ish weeks now? Yeah, two and a half-ish. Um, they've been good. I, let's see, not finished grooming school, but finished all the book work for grooming school. And now I'm just waiting to be placed in, Wayne's so bored with my story. He's yawning. Um, oh, brother. <laughs> Uh, anyways, just waiting to be placed in an externship, so I'm super excited to actually get started and be doing the work, so that's exciting. Hopefully it won't take too long to find somewhere for me to be, but, um, that's, uh, what's been going on, and last night, so if you don't know and you've been living under a rock, Taylor yeah. Swift re-released her Red album, her version, re-recorded it, released it as uh, the owner of her own music and it's amazing. Um, and she also released a short film, um, cause her all too well song. She also has a 10 minute version of it that she put on the album and then they made a short film for it too. So, uh, lots of my friends are hardcore Taylor Swift fans. And so we threw a red party and they spared no expense. <laughs> it, it, all this Taylor Swift stuff, like it's the closest to a cult religion. <laughs> That I have ever seen without it being a religion. It's, I mean, she she is, does crazy stuff. Like, the Easter eggs she leaves and the little, like, codes and things to, like, figure out from the stuff she Well, she's she got a massive team behind her, too, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. at this point. But right. She she's mega successful because of what she did, but... No, I totally. I think yeah, at this point, obviously. I bet she has some crazy, cool, creative minds. Definitely behind it. But, but yeah, your your friends went all out. Yeah, man. there was a balloon arch, charcuterie board. They bought like heart glasses for everybody. We all wore red and um, played games, and obviously listened to the album and watched the short film. And so it was really fun. I had a blast. I, I chose to opt out because I would have <laughs> felt like a poser. I was like. Yeah. I love her 1989 album, but who doesn't? Yeah. So yeah, but I love that one. I was like, "You're absolutely welcome to come." Don't know how much you would like it, but <laughs> I was busy playing some freaking Apex. Oh all right, my gosh, what yeah. a nerd! Actually, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's it for me. What? What about you? Literally nothing. <laughs> Just Ooh, a really okay. crappy w- week at work. Honestly, yeah, true. Uh, you got a knife thrown at you. Yeah, but. Uh, I don't, that's not scary at all. Yeah. So it's part of the, not thrown at me, but yep. In your vicinity. That's all we'll say. <laughs> so I don't get in <laughs> yeah, trouble, yeah. but, uh, yeah. And then, uh, just been playing, uh, Call of Duty Vanguard, which is one of the recommendations. I don't, it's not time for that, but I'll delve into that later. Um, been going hard on the TikTok. <laughs> yeah. He blew up this week. Yeah. Mobile gaming. Yeah. So I restructured, I made a TikTok a while ago and I would just post random clips on it and stuff. Like I didn't take it very serious. And then I just tele- deleted all of my TikToks and I was like, I'm going to make it all mobile gaming like my YouTube. And I'm just going to post semi consistently like every other day for a while. And after like five to ten videos of it just being like okay like just getting it follower two and mm-hmm. a couple hundred views one just blew up and it's about to pass fifty five thousand views well blew up for me well yeah 
And uh, my followers went from like 500 to now it's about to pass 3,500. So it's exciting. People and now, like mobile gaming, yeah, apparently. They, Who would have thought? I think I found the niche that's probably going to grow me the best, like even more than YouTube. Because now the least amount of views I get is like 4,000 at this point. So it's really ex- – no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm, just, I'm trying not cool. to seem too excited <laughs> because I don't want to get my hopes up. But it's like snowballing really yeah, well right exciting. now. It's exciting, yeah. So it's when really it's cool. something you're enjoying – like you've always enjoyed and you've been pushing the content on YouTube for a really long time. So it's cool that TikTok allowed you to and it's growing more my traction. Others. Yeah, so. and TikTok's like growing my YouTube and my stream now. Like I'm getting followers from – YouTube and my stream, yeah. so it's just funny because so he uses like the same format for every single video that he like posts, the same intro, and then he'll be like checking on his videos, responding to comments because he wants to respond to every single person who comments, and so <laughs> it's <laughs> all I hear is hi, hi, yeah, because I started hi, out, I'm hi. like hi, hi, I'm in city, city and hi. I introduce you to mobile games that don't suck, so, including, including this one, one. <laughs> and then it shows that one, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I'm th- I've honestly thought about getting rid of the intro, but it's a good intro. It well, yeah, lets then them know people know doing. it's your video when they come across exactly. it. It's just funny being on my end when you're you're the. I need to start yeah, muting yeah. it. Like it's so background noise to me at this point. I don't right. even realize. It's and then playing. I'm sitting over here and you're hi. I'm uh, hi. I'm in, hi. I'm in, hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm, I'm indoctrinating you. I'm brainwashing. How does become time. a robot? That's yeah. all I say. It's <laughs> yeah. your whole intro. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's about all that was happening Fun. with me. Exciting. And then, yeah. And Feel then, free to go follow it. <clears throat> Real Mint City on TikTok. <laughs> oh my gosh. Shameless plug, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, and then we had our Halloween party. I know that's old news now. At this point, yeah. Yeah. But it was a banger. Way yeah. better than the year before. You it's think? Our, it, yeah. Oh, 100%. Because like everyone, I went yeah. to dinner uh, with all of our friends uh, last night when well, she I was with her. red party. Yeah. <laughs> And they were all legitimately, it got brought up. They were like, that was one of the most fun parties we've Aww, had in a long time. Like, Lucas so was happy. like, that was so much fun. Yay. Kind of stuff. Yeah, well, I'm known as the Halloween obsessed girl, and I've obviously talked about it in length on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of become a tradition, um, I guess. Now it's the second year we've done it, um, and I have a lot of fun hosting it. Yeah. Tradition. Yeah. Only I've, one we need. Sure. I mean, I do every Halloween thing under the sun, but yeah, yes, I have a lot of fun hosting the party. Wayne and I's costume, we were, um, I was a crocodile and Wayne was Steve Irwin, yep. <laughs> the crocodile hunter. Yep. My long hair came into, uh, a really nice, uh, usefulness. Yeah. Right we there. repurposed an old Boy Scout shirt yeah. <laughs> for Wayne. I just printed Three out. bucks from the thrift store. <laughs> I had one from way back in the day, but I have no clue where it's at. Yeah. And I just printed out like. It has like an American flag, so I printed out the Australian flag and glued it over and put crocodile hunter and it, yeah. <laughs> all kinds of stuff. So it it was good. It got the job done. Yep. It was a lot of fun. I just love Halloween. I love my friends. We had a blast, so highly recommend. <laughs> yep. Um now recommendations. Yeah, recommendations. I think we've covered everything that we've been up to so far. Um, so Call of Duty Vanguard for me. <laughs> I am Have at it. I, he has been staying up till two AM like every night. It's so weird because because I, I don't play know if Apex and this. then I hop off and then I right. play Vanguard. I'm like I'm only gonna play one game and then I'm like. Well, I used to be. I'm such a night owl and you I used to go to sleep really at like late. three. Well, because I had to go to work, work at work two later. p.m. Yeah. Now I have to wake up for work at six thirty, and so I am a person that needs seven to eight hours of sleep, and so I'll go to bed and Wayne will stay up with the boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then he's been going to bed at like two. A- usually you're good. You go to bed around midnight. I, yeah, like, I usually get in bed by midnight. Yeah, for sure. but now it's been like two. 
a.m. because you can't stop playing Call of Duty. So, so let me let me defend myself, <laughs> but also incriminate myself. Yeah. Is Call of Duty is like the multiplayer series that I've played since I've had a console. Like it's just well, like yeah. a, a mainstay. Like every year, it was my little Christmas. You know, like <laughs> oh, a new Call of Duty. I'm gonna play it. And it's a game that I'm actually good at. Like I'm very You're above average. You're good at average. all games, though. but but like Call of Duty, it's like I f crap up in okay. Call of Duty. Nice, but, nice <laughs> words. <laughs> yeah, but I quit Call of Duty for a while because my account got wiped. Long story. I'm not going to go into it. And so I was boycotting it because I was super mad because support didn't help me. And I was like, you know what? I have an Xbox. I switched over from PlayStation. And so now I'm just going to start fresh with Call of Duty. Well, I'm going to buy the Call of Duty and never... Uh, you bought Call of Duty for the Xbox. You still actively use your PlayStation. Yeah, I still it's use... It's not like you switched threw your over. PlayStation yeah. out the window. I will completely switch over once Apex brings cross-progression. So? No, I'm switching over completely. Because wow. I'm not going to buy a PS4, a PS5. PS5. I already not have worth. the next console generation, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, so I'm just waiting for Apex to allow me to play on my Xbox, and then I'll just switch over completely. Nice. Yeah, but I say that you like the controller better. Yeah, the controller, the Xbox, they're they're lying to you if they say the Xbox controller is not as comfortable as the PlayStation controller. Just I've bull never crap. thought the PlayStation controller is like comfortable. It's, yeah, it's not uncomfortable. I'm just saying when you hold the Xbox, mm-hmm. Xbox controller of any kind except for the original ones, mm-hmm. those were freaking bulky. They are just. Mm. Great on your hands, <laughs> but I did you did you notice that the sticks are different on a PlayStation? No, I've never. touched The sticks an Xbox are on the controller. same level, and then the Xbox sticks they're on different levels. Oh. so that's the only difference. You know what controller I like? Your My Switch Pro Animal Crossing Pro controller. <laughs> yeah, and it's changed your life. It has. There's no going back. I've never played a better game of Mario Kart. I think. I- did I talk about this before? Yeah, yeah, okay. you did. Yeah. It was my recommendation. <laughs> yep. But yeah, that's why I'm addicted and up to Vanguard. It's just, I, I think I'm getting my fill of missing out on Call of Duty for a year. But Apex is the main game. I was going to say, though, why do you like Vanguard? Why is it good? Because we were just talking about the X, it's good on the Xbox. But why is the uh, actual game the something actual, you would recommend? Um, it's faster paced than the previous ones. It's using the new, uh, like... Uh, Cold War, the game before it, was using an old engine, game engine, so mm. it was kind of like clunky. It didn't look very good. This one's using the futuristic engine, so it just looks better. It's faster paced, and it's not as campy. Like Call of Duty is like uh, camping is where you're like hiding around corners and you're not right. moving around and you're waiting. It's for camping. Pa- I've yeah. never seen yeah. such Someone campers camp- in my life. Yeah. yeah. In this one, there's less <laughs> camping. It's just more fast paced and more okay. action, mm-hmm. which is what Call of Duty should be. Yeah. It, I'm not saying it's the greatest Call of Duty ever made, but I also think it's way better than the previous two. Okay. So, hmm. but right. it's just faster paced, and I love World War II. Mm-hmm. It's just a cool era. Oh. So. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I was always fascinated by World War Two and history and stuff. That and the Titanic. I love the Titanic for some reason. Yeah, the only reason I know anything about World War Two is it's video because of games. video games. Yeah, interesting. Well, and and I and documentaries. You know, right. I mean? yeah, yep. But before that, it was only video games. Like I know all the weaponry that was used in <laughs> World War Two because I'm using it. So. Facts. <laughs> yep. Um, and then our other recommendation, which will actually segue us into our whole main topic for today. Um, there's a Netflix documentary series called Dogs. Like, that's it. It's just 
dogs. <laughs> I, I almost watched it without Jenna. I was like, no, I want to live. And yeah. so I, I waited. And then we came across it like Trying to weeks find later. Something and to, then I was yeah. like, holy crap. Yeah, I wanted to watch that. I think so. there's like two seasons or something. But three, they don't number. Three. But they don't number the episodes at all. So I have no so idea what season is what. Yeah. Um, and each episode follows. A, they're like hour long episodes. So it's like a full documentary. Each it really episode. is. Like. like Little story. Yeah, and it follows one dog. Um, one dog and one owner, usually. Yeah. And so if you... It's a really feel-good show. Um, if you want to cry, yeah. <laughs> watch it. Wayne actually cries. Wayne never cries. Yeah. I th- like, but I cry when it comes to dogs now. It's just so tender. Like one of them, a girl had epilepsy and she gets a service dog. Another one... It was like war veterans that like rescued a dog off the streets of Iraq. Like uh-huh. it's stuff like that. That's just so. And since we're such dog lovers, uh-huh. it's just so tender. <laughs> yeah, man. I just get. I I'm such a crybaby when it comes to dogs now because of Peanut and like just me and Peanut during the darkest times of my life. You know. So yeah. he he changed the game. And then also, I never got to say goodbye to my first dog, Bo. <laughs> so I I feel yeah. like I will never have, have like, closure with that. Some repressed trauma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I didn't know I had, but right, but it's the good it. kind of cry. Yeah, yeah exactly. And only you, you can feel- see it. <laughs> <laughs> How lucky. Yeah. That's good. It's good that you show emotion. It's a good thing. <laughs> About dogs. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, so we're actually going to do an all-pet-centered episode. Because we haven't really focused on pets Yeah, as I much wanted to do Pet are. Corner. That's like one of the things that we like toted this podcast about is that like pet lifestyle, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to do a whole theme today. Yeah. Um, so first, that recommendation, dogs on Netflix. Watch it. You'll love it. You'll cry. Um, and then Wayne, um, it's kind of like part of our news thing yeah. that he saw from the, like the New York Times. Yeah. And so... Uh, because of COVID and all these regulations and stuff, it's also made it harder to have dogs travel, whether it's from country to country or even in some cases, state to state. Mm -hmm. And airlines are so desperate. They're selling, we know that they're selling tickets to humans for humans, Mm -hmm. very, very cheap, but believe it or not, tickets for animals have gone up even up to the $500 range for one ticket. And to just put this in perspective, uh, I think in some – unless they are a registered, like, service animal, even if they're a, a emotional support. Yeah, emotional support isn't Doesn't count, anymore. yeah. Um, a service animal, they will be able to sit in a seat next to you or sit on your lap. However, in any other case, you have to store them with the cargo or stow them under your seat where you're – to uh your carry-on would go so you're paying five hundred dollars to just shove them with cargo that's for free usually right or shove them where your carry-on is and so isn't this making it also harder for like rescues i feel oh yeah yeah like you know like well the higher end rescues well like i know a rescue because of other podcasters i listen to and i'm obviously just involved in animal (laughs) rescue stuff is that i think like they bring dogs from like korea and like places like that so i'm sure it's like way harder to do stuff like that now and to get the funding for it well well, i've always been frustrated because when it was just me and peanut i would fly him everywhere with me like i couldn't go more than a week without him so it's just frustrating paying so such a high price for something that's not inconvenient to the air, airline other than checking for his paperwork. Right. Other than that, I'm shoving him where 
my carry-on would already be for right. for free. So it's just it feels like such a scam and taking advantage of uh, pet owners because they know that pet owners are just going to pay it. If they're gone for a long enough time or they're moving or whatever it may be that they need to bring their pets with them. They need mm-hmm. to transport them somehow. Hear me out. And I saw a video about this. But, like, why isn't there not, like, specific planes or, like, specific flights that are, like, people with their animals so that, like, other people who may have allergies or may be annoyed by a dog next to them or something. Why are there not specific flights I, I bet that you, will allow that? I bet, I bet, I bet you because it's so expensive to fly animals uh, with you that most people aren't looking for an airline. Like, there's not enough of a demand for it because people yes, don't realize it's a... There is. There is There is. the airline's being greedy. They're being greedy, so they won't change it because they're making money off of it. But at the same time, I feel like the demand doesn't appear to be there because no one thinks that's a possibility. Even if an airline presented that, that would 100% people would do it. We're not going to be able to make that change. It's the companies that need to do it. So it's not because there's not a demand. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that the airlines will acknowledge a demand for that type of thing because they're already making money and everything is just working as is anyways. I saw, again, the same video that was kind of talking about this and had, like, said that. Um, was like, and, like, obviously you don't want to take a pet on there that's going to, like, act up and be crazy. Like, they're obviously is concerned about that. So why do airlines not have, like, a good boy and good girl, like, certification program where they come in, like, either before the flight or whatever mm-hmm. and they just, like get checked out to see if they like can behave well enough like and stuff and then if they have that then they're allowed to fly that's pretty a good idea i know but with these big companies they don't give a crap we're starting our own airline pet company you've heard it here folks (laughs) don't steal our idea we're starting a gofundme right now has money do it (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so if you have a pet and you want to travel with them i guess you gotta drive (laughs) yeah so i thought that was interesting and how hard it is to travel with dogs yeah well and i was gonna say about traveling too people are like oh i'll just leave them in a kennel or with family or whatever and obviously i work at a dog kennel boarding place daycare and it is so good like we let the pets roam literally all day long they only sleep in their kennels they get so much love and attention and treats and toys and and stuff so they couldn't be in a better environment when they're left but and we've not like my boss told me this and then i've totally noticed it is that dogs are like so ready to go home after five days but that's kind of the max that we've realized like if a dog's there for like a week or longer than that kind of they reach the five day mark and they get kind of like sulky and sad and tired and like looking for their owner you can just tell and so not to like make anyone feel bad that's taking a long trip (laughs) but like your dog loves you and wants you and they they they're aware enough to notice a difference yeah a hundred percent yeah so and then I think we also we're gonna talk about our dogs and their stories. Mm, oh yeah, you can <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Um. Well, I will Ladies start first. with Maya, my husky. Mm-hmm. Um, I've wanted a dog my whole life. Um, but I knew that I would need to be closer to finishing school. Like have, I was living with roommates who would be home. You know, I just needed to make sure. I, like between working and school and all that stuff. Because it's like having always a be, child. Do it. Yeah. Exactly. And so. I had a, I literally have a bank account, like a savings account titled Jenna's Puppy <laughs> that I would just funnel money into every um, paycheck that I got just so I could get a dog and get all the supply that needs, training classes, whatever. Um, and then for some reason I was like, I was going to wait until I graduated and it was my last semester of school. But I was like, I 
just feel like I should go look for a dog. I really, really want one. I need one. I'm almost done school anyways. Um, and my mom was like, we need to go take you to this like shelter. Cause I was going to adopt one. I was like showing her a dog, like up where I live. She lives an hour away from me and was like, I just have this like strong feeling that we need to go look at this shelter. I feel like you're going to find your dog there. And I was like, what the, cause my mom is not a dog person. <laughs> um, and the fact that she volunteered to go look with me was surprising too, again, because that's not really her scene. Like you, she would usually never be caught dead <laughs> in mm-hmm. a like dog kennel. That's quote unquote dirty <laughs> and loud, you know? Yeah. Um, but we went and Maya was there. She's so beautiful. One of the most beautiful dogs I've ever seen. Literally could not take her a single place without getting stopped. Um, being like, your dog is so pretty. I'm like, I know. I know. <laughs> um, she had been just surrendered by her owner um, for, I don't know why. It was just an owner surrender. And it was actually the first day that she was available for adoption because she had just come out of like surgery for like getting fixed. And so we took her home. I just knew she was my dog. Um, and I had her for a year and a half. <laughs> just really sad um I'm okay it's just hard it can be hard to talk about um she was really special helped me through a ton of stuff it was no coincidence that I got her when I did um but then she started having super severe seizures actually a year ago like Mm -hmm. almost to the day um and we Wayne and I really tried the best we could we took her to like four different vets we for a solid for a solid month two months month to two months months. we had we like started her on seizure medication and then then we were stepping it up and up and up until she was literally on the max doses she could possibly have um and she was still having at least two a week yeah the medication was supposed to make it so she had a maximum of one every four to six weeks Mm. um and she had 15 and, and she would have them in clusters where it was like that what jenna was luckily i never had to see one but i, I was i mean i saw a couple i didn't see the most severe ones though yeah but the, I saw, the most severe yeah. one lasted literally like 15 minutes straight of her just which in the kitchen. if a seizure is longer than like two to three minutes and it, it's in clusters there's almost guaranteed brain damage yep um and, and, so, and her personality would kind of switch up for at least like 15 minutes to 30 minutes after. Yeah, because if you don't know this, and I guess this is kind of pet corner too as far as like advice and stuff goes. Um, Things I've been told about seizures, CBD is supposed to help a lot. A lot of dogs have seizures, but most of the time they're manageable with medication. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and it's usually when they're older. Maya was only two, and so it was super rare, and it was most likely a brain tumor. And huskies are more prone to seizures, seizures, I guess, which I had no idea beforehand. Um, But also, um, when a dog has a seizure afterwards, there's like a post-seizure period that can last from anywhere from just like five minutes to like a full day. Um, and the dog can sometimes lose their hearing, lose their sight for that Lose the ability time. to walk, their balance. And Maya would almost always, you could tell she wasn't seeing us, like, and she would, like, start howling. Because she was such a quiet, mellow dog, so it was very strange. Jarring whenever yeah. she would howl and look at you like she doesn't even know you. And she's like a husky, like a, a decent-sized husky. So yeah. it's kind of a, a scary for the other dogs well, and with the other dogs. Yeah, yeah. like Because Peanut was, was concerned. He always knew something was going on. Well, and our schedules at the time were kind of opposite. So she would only ever be alone for like one or two hours. Uh-huh. Um, 
But even then, it was, like, scary, like, you know, thinking, like, you know, because Peanut is a concerned, anxious little guy, and he, and he would, would go right up to her, ass. like, what's wrong? And, it, like, when she's seizing, like, she bit Wayne's hand the first time because we thought she was choking, choking. on something. And so Wayne tried to reach into her mouth, and she... Bit. Which was super dumb. Like but we I had just, no idea. Yeah. And then, obviously, from then on, we were able to know what was going on better, but... Um, it was January of this year that we had to make the decision to put her down because it was just not a good quality of life for her or for us or, or for, for us. Pina yeah. Or it, I, yeah. I couldn't relax for at least three months straight. Uh, like, yeah. cause you just, seizures are just something that you have to see to understand. Mm-hmm. It's just very disturbing. Yeah. Uh, and I can't even imagine it. And especially for seizure. a pet cause they can't communicate with you. It makes it way more mm-hmm. sad. Well, I don't pretend to know. No. Cause I haven't been obviously around someone who's been seizing, but like afterwards you can't tell her it's going to be okay. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't understand. So yeah. it's just really sad. But on a brighter note, <laughs> insert Benji. Uh, yeah. But Maya was such a good dog, such a perfect companion. I loved her so much. She, she was the changed, best little husky. She changed Peanut she completely. She trained Peanut, yeah, to be like a much Peanut happier, calm Maya. dog. <laughs> um, and then I just knew, like, some people need a lot of time um, to move on, you know, from a passing of a pet. But just knowing myself <laughs> and how much I cling to, like, companionship and to dogs and stuff, I knew I needed a dog right away to, like, fuel all that, like sadness and emptiness into um and so i was on the hunt i really wanted a puppy because i rescued my um you know she was already a a year old at the time i wanted to raise one of my own Mm -hmm. um and i was actually gonna meet someone and get another dog and then the day that i was supposed to do that i was like "Mm, i'm gonna check one more time i was like looking on like a local like classifieds page and a listing had just been put up for these puppies it was this like single mom who had two dogs and she would trying to have a litter and then they couldn't and then so she unexpectedly had a litter in the winter and was not prepared for it and was trying to you know get them to good homes and so and I saw this picture of Benji who looks like and he's totally a mix he's like a golden retriever lab border collie but he looks straight up like a golden retriever, which I've always wanted. With a husky tail. Yeah, which we didn't know at the time. It was just a little tiny tail. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I went and I was like, can I come meet this dog today before the other one? <laughs> and I just knew, like, all the other dogs were, like, playing and, like... Occupied. Can, occupied with each other. And Benji came right up and was trying to get to me. And when I held him, though, he curled up right in my arms. Like, he wasn't too crazy. And I was just like, I need this little guy. <laughs> it was over. And they were calling him Nugget. And three other people were interested. But I was like, I will do whatever it takes to get this dog. And I was, like, texting the girl. She and, sold like, her soul. Yeah. <laughs> and so... She was like, you know, I feel right about giving him to you, and and anyway, so, so she I was able the, to take it. She won the home. bidding war. Yes, I did. <laughs> the yeah. best money I've ever spent in my life. Yeah. Um, and he has been uh, inseparable from me since then. <laughs> there, it is literally a Ash and Pikachu type of. <laughs> Wayne literally calls him my Pokemon because he's on my heels at all times. Like, if I move anywhere, he comes with me. I thought Peanut had attachment issues. No. (laughs) No. But it's what I needed, honestly. Like, he's perfect. Like, it was exactly what I needed at the time. He's the opposite of Maya, but also very similar. Because Maya did her own thing, but she loved you. Mm -hmm. But he's, like, attached and loves you. My (laughs) baby. Yeah. 
<laughs> and um, yeah, he grew a husky tail. It's like the exact same tail as Maya. So he's like a, like a golden retriever with his and with a husky poofy tail. husky tail, and it's so cute. Yep. But yeah, so those are my doggies. Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Peanut's a little disappointing after this. No, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nah, I got Peanut from. He's a little mutt. How would you describe how he looks? Uh, I don't, I don't he know. He has little puggy eyes. Like, he has kind of puggy eyes. His, but but he, his face is a cute face. It's like he has floopy ears. Um, a curly tail. A curly tail. I'm trying to like kind He's of. Such I would a compare weird, him to like a little terrier. A He's little like the size terrier. of like a little terrier. A little thick. He's like, no, just kidding. yeah, like a caramely color. Yep. And he, uh, we, I got him from a puppies for rent place. So they let you try them out. And so I rented him and he peed on my carpet twice when he first arrived. But then he was super cute. He was a very cute puppy, honestly. Mm -hmm. And he was supposed to be purebred Pomeranian. My, (laughs) my booty. I was like, Wayne, do you know what a Pomeranian looks like? He's like, I think so. And I showed him a picture. I'm like, this is what it would have looked like. Yeah. No, he's definitely not that. I got hustled, but, uh, tried him overnight and I raised him from a puppy Mm -hmm. and so he's been with me the whole time so yeah me and it was just uh, i was married previously Mm -hmm. and so i got peanut with this person and uh whenever i chose to divorce it was just me and him i i had to give up everything to keep him too yeah all of my money i literally said take it all i I, get the dog because i wanted out and so i was just like you know what I will let you take whatever you want, but I'm taking peanut and that's non-negotiable. Well, he was like your little and it was lifeline. A, yeah, he was my little lifeline for a solid 6 to 8 months. It was just me and him. So And try me and peanut hates me for it. <laughs> and, and then yeah, peanut really cuz me and him hyper attached during a, a solid I'd say a year. And so when Jenna got introduced, peanut was like, "What is going on? It's me and dad." Not me, dad, and this, I don't think so. and this woman. <laughs> that was honestly one of the biggest roadblocks for me and you was yeah. was my attachment to Peanut. Okay. <laughs> well, the first time I ever <laughs> slept over at Wayne's house, and like, like I got it, like, and I love dogs too, so I understand. And I was like, I was fine with it. I was chill. I was just like, wow, they they are. He is obsessed with Wayne. Like I've never seen a dog act like that until oh, Benji. Benji. <laughs> yeah. Um. But the first night, this is actually a hilarious story because Wayne had no idea. Like he was just used like to his like single ways. Like I was a I, I was a single man and I didn't give a crap. And I just was like, didn't want to tell him because we were like newly started dating and it was the first time I was staying over. And I get into bed and I Wayne opens the covers, cannot crawls inside the covers because he sleeps in the nook of my legs. And, yeah, it's and Wayne so goes awesome. good night. Gives me this tiny little peck. Turns over so Peanut can nestle in his spot. Doesn't cuddle me. Nothing. So that Peanut can get comfortable. And I'm like, oh, okay. So this is how it's going to be. And then <laughs> it was just me and I'm him like, for I'm so like long. Tossing and turning in the night because you know it's like weird yeah. to sleep in someone's place for the first time. You usually don't get sleep anyways. But Peanut's crawling around under the covers, licking my toes. Mm-hmm. And then I hey, feel I don't blame him though. Like bone <laughs> shards because Wayne would also let him chew his bone in the bed at the time. Which again, I'm not trying to shame you. It was a single dude life. And and, and Jenna's exaggerating the bone shards. She's no, just not, very susceptible. No. Well, yeah. it was like this toy that he had. So I don't think you realize because he'd probably chew it on 
the side of the bed you weren't laying on. Mm-hmm. So like I would, I got into that side, and there was just these little tiny scraps of like. I promise plastic. you, I'm clean. <laughs> I I have clean this is beds. What I'm saying I'm not trying to shame you because as soon as I told you, you were horrified. Yeah. And you wouldn't let him chew it anymore on the bed, you know. So, but yeah. anyway, so that was finally I brought it up to him. I was like, I can't take it anymore because he was like, Why don't you want to sleep over? I'm like, Uh. <laughs> Peanut. So actually, and Peanut actually acted up and started like peeing. He's a yeah. very well potty trained dog, like a very good house dog. Yeah, like we had to kennel Benji and Lucy for so long because they would. But Peanut's pee. always been flawless yeah. in that aspect. But he would act up and mark things because Jenna was there. But we're just saying all the bad things about Peanut. So but Peanut, Peanut and I have been on a healing journey. We're trying. <laughs> we're trying. <laughs> But Peanut's a very loving dog, and he is he, he's very he's a in good, tune to emotions. Yeah, he, he knows when I'm stressed or when I'm ex- anxious and stuff. Or when and, anyone is, really. Yeah, and he, he knows when to aid somebody. He's very <laughs> – that's his talent. Is he'll he'll come and give you love when you need it. So and he's very like if anyone comes to the house, like um, I really struggle. He barks a lot because he's a little dog. He has that little dog syndrome thing. Like mm-hmm. so, he barks a lot. But once like it could be anyone once he meets comes them, he, into the house, totally he curls up right like he is pressed up against their leg, like just yeah. laying there. He's a nice dog. Like he gets yeah. along with all dogs, and he gets along with yep. all people. So. Yeah. But that's him. And then Jenna and I. Lucy. Little Lucy. Baby Lucy Goosey. A rescue from the Humane Society. Yeah, so I could have five dogs and be thriving. Wayne does not feel the same way, three, which I understand. <laughs> three is on the verge. Uh, it's like the in-between of and thriving so, and then also dying. <laughs> so we came to the compromise of we could get another dog if, if it's really, really small. And I said, okay, fine. And mm-hmm. so we are looking for one to rescue because um, we really, that was like important to us. Um, and this was a, like, so I got Benji in January and then we adopted Lucy in May. So mm-hmm. Benji was, you know, kind of older. We had potty trained. We had gotten through the puppy stage and we're like, we don't want to do the puppy stage again. And we want to rescue kind of like <laughs> save a life. Yeah. Um, and so I, I was, I would be texting Wayne pictures and I texted him this picture. It had been listed on the Humane Society that day of Carmel, which is an awful name. (laughs) No offense. No offense. (laughs) And she was just like, there was like seven pounds um, from New Mexico. They said like, and and you know, I'm right there because I'm from New Mexico, from New Mexico. And so I'm like, we have to go see her. And Wayne's like, yes, yes, yes. And as soon as we walked in, they were keeping her outside. I don't know why it was like little wimpy seven pound uh, dog. Yeah. Who just had a... Well, Which we found out when we got there. Yeah, who, who just had like two puppies that died. And then they had to give her a surgery uh, to with her uterus or something. It was like infected or something. Yeah. Because they were going to give her a kitten to nurse so she could still be a mom. But then she was infected so she couldn't. And so she had to go with surgery. And the, they gave her a surgery. And then she's outside in the elements. Yeah. <laughs> just shaking in this big old kennel and so we but she up ran up to us and was like her whole when she her wags whole, her tail her whole body shakes i'm like mimicking yeah you can't see yeah <laughs> she she just vibrates when yeah, she's her, excited like, her tail wags and it like wags her head <laughs> and i i have a very large soft spot for tiny little chihuahuas because yeah. that's my first experience with dogs was my aunt's dogs. My aunt always had tiny little and rats. And I'm a big dog type of person, but I just love dogs in general. And Swain said, we can have another one if it's small. And so I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And so I was sold right away as 
soon as but I saw her. we did a meet and greet with her. And so she was, like, timid, but, like, crawled right into our laps and was, like, climbing up on our chest, like, looking at us. And mm-hmm. we were just, like, we she can't leave her here. She was looking rough, man. Yeah. She, was, she had, like, a little She was cute, but she was looking really sad yeah. and mangled. And so we took her home. And I called her Lucy randomly. <laughs> yeah, he was like, Lucy, come here. I was like, what the? Where did and, that and I was come like, from? I literally don't know where that he, came from. I said, well, it's her it name. It fits, yeah. <laughs> and Destiny. So now we have a little loose. And, and we haven't had to change our life at all for, to accommodate her. Just add a couple more her. kernels to the <laughs> <laughs> dog bowl. <laughs> yeah. Actually, she eats more than peanut and veggie. <laughs> and she's blossomed, man. She has an yeah. absolute personality. She plays with them now. Uh, she gets excited. She runs around. She's like learning to be a dog for the it, first yeah, time in totally. her life. And now she's finally learned how and to be a dog. And it's so cute. So yeah. 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 It truly Cutie made pies. a difference. Those are our pets. Obviously we could talk about them for hours. <laughs> Hopefully you're still listening after yep. all of that, but yeah. Um, and you had some pet tips, huh? Yeah. I think we'll round it out with the pet tips. Um, so, oh, with Clip their nails. Clip their nails. Clip their nails. Clip their nails. There are so many dogs that come into board, and their nails are so long. And you, they walk different. You can tell, like. Well, it alters. It makes their. And their... I know it's hard. Like obviously, like dogs don't enjoy it. But if you make them used to it, if you even like trim them just a tiny bit weekly, then they get used to it. They don't freak out when it happens. Um, like for a groomer taking them in to do nails, even at like PetSmart or whatever, it's like ten bucks. To trim nails. That's smart. Is dirt cheap. Yeah. Literally 10 to 12 bucks to do the trimming of the nails. <laughs> yeah. And do it because... It can mess up their posture so and then mess up their, up their bones. Posture, yeah. yeah, their bones. And if they get too long, they start to curl under and they poke back into their little paw pads. And, and uh, the, there's a vein that are, is in the middle of their yeah. nails and it slowly gets longer and longer the with the nail. Mm-hmm. And so if it gets too long, then you can't chop it then without you, making them bleed heavily. Yes. So you have to like shave them off tiny bit by bit every week until the quick grows back so that's super important it's easy to forget we have been there before but after grooming school and seeing all the dogs that come in that like limp around because of their claws Mm -hmm. so sad and if you if you have a totally indoor dog that's on carpet all the time try to take them on walks let let them run around and gravel whatever it it naturally shaves grind them down yep so important 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 don't slack on that. And then secondly... Not, uh, here, I have a pet Oh, you have randomly. one? Okay, go ahead. So one thing that I think is super beneficial is you don't always have to have actual dog treats for your dog. You can just buy some baby carrots, and it's actually a very healthy snack for your dog. Oh, cute. Baby and carrots. that's what I, I used to... Yeah. yeah. Jenna was like, can I give them carrots? I was like, actually, I used to give Peanut those all the time when he was a puppy. And so if you ha- are low on dog treats or you just don't feel like buying dog treats, buy a bag of baby carrots it's super cheap and they'll love it it's very crunchy it's and very they crunchy. like they like it peanut is so funny because benji and, and apple Lucy slices had never had carrots before i was feeding them last night because we happened to have baby yeah. carrots and peanut's just chomping on them Benji's peanut's like, like heck yeah it, like what and that lucy's like spitting it out i had to like break it up for her and then she's like oh i'll eat it now yeah and peanut's just cleaning up after them because yeah. they don't know how to eat their peanut's, carrots peanut's like you fools yeah. I'll, I'll take whatever you don't want so. um yeah and then Lastly, do not use a laser pointer with your dog. I don't know why the difference of brains between cats and dogs. So with cats, they love laser pointers, right? They literally sell them at pet stores to play with your cat. They climb up the walls after laser pointers. But if you use a laser pointer too much with your dog, it messes up their death 
depth perception and other stuff in their brain. We had another dog. At I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Um, and I actually saw a video and then immediately after that, a dog came in and my boss was like, do you know her story? I said, I was like, no, what? No. And she's like, had, well, like, watch how she behaves. The family that had her before she was adopted by the family who had her current, has her currently, um, kind of like was messing with her too much with the laser pointer. I don't like anyway. Um, and she's obsessed with shadows. And so all the dogs would be playing around in the yard and we'd be walking around with them. And she just like is slowly trailing behind you, staring at your shadow. And then you'd stop and like they'd all be getting pets and stuff. And she just sits there staring at the shadows. And it's just so sad. <laughs> like it made me so sad because she was so cute. And she'd come up to you and be pet. Like she still is able to be normal. But a lot of what she would do to like play and whatever, like she just like her brain just cannot stop like being obsessed with light um and so don't do that (laughs) yeah which is like i and if you have no shame because that is not a commonly known fact i guess Mm -hmm. because it's normal with cats yeah and so you assume that it would be okay yeah and so when i found that out i'm like i need to tell everyone this because i didn't know that yeah that's very interesting actually i bet very few of you actually knew that yep so tips for happy pets (laughs) yeah And then also another tip. Oh, if you've ever debated up. on getting a dog, just do it. Do it if you have because yes, they're initially kind of expensive getting them their shots and stuff, but then it's normally especially if they're a younger dog, maintenance with food and that's about it. There's an upfront cost and then uh, of course any injuries and stuff, but it's a lot cheaper than people make it out to be. Yeah, yeah. Un- unless you have a Maya seizure situation. Exactly. Like vet bills are obviously expensive, but those aren't consistent. So and, it's like, and you have no idea until you actually have one how much a dog can help you with your mental health. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a dog lover, or if you, it's appreci- my main hobby. Like that might be embarrassing to say, but like, how is that embarrassing, woman? What but the I heck? Realize when I'm like, because I mean, I struggle with anxiety and depression. We've talked about that a lot. Um, and so when I'm not feeling like doing anything, when it's hard to like be social or feel proactive or whatever Mm -hmm. I get to be with my dog and who doesn't care and just loves me unconditionally and I can go walk and be outside and get some like vitamin d like you know so and there's something really beautiful about a dog like yeah initially it's gonna take some work just like raising an actual child but eventually the dog kind of assimilates into your lifestyle and then everything just feels so natural and mm-hmm. how it should be. Mm-hmm. And you only get to reap the benefits of having a, a, a pet. Yeah, and it gives you a purpose. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge proponent. Without Peanut, I can confidently say I would not be where I'm at right now. And you can take that how as you yeah, will. But yeah. I truly believe without Peanut, I would not be here. Yeah. So... Dogs are special, man. <laughs> yeah, they really, truly are. We don't so, deserve that. So if it, life's short, man, if you're just like worrying about what other people think or stuff, just make it. If you really, truly want a dog, you should make it your number one priority to have a, a stability when it comes to your monetization as well as uh, your living. And once those two things are set, get a dog. Do don't it, hesitate. Do it. Because you will not. <laughs> you will not regret it. Unless you get a monster of a dog. <laughs> but that's impossible as long as you raise them correctly. So, yep. Okay. Well, I think that was good. Yeah. Wow. I could talk forever <laughs> about dogs. Well, it's been it's a, a while life. since last time too. Yeah. So it, there's more and more. It's it's a pretty normal 42 minutes so far. Nice. So. Nice. All right. Not too bad. Pretty decent. Do you have any tips as couples to end this podcast? Mm. 
We haven't planned anything, but I know that's what we usually try to end on. Um, co-pet parenting. Communicate with each other yeah. about how you want to discipline your pets. Because people have, just like with normal children. children, you have different disciplining styles and you have different things that annoy you and stuff like that. So we've already mentioned how we've had struggles with Peanut and uh, how, where he fits in. And, and then I've had struggles with Benji and where he fits in. Right, because it's true. Like, I had a blind spot for a long time. I feel like I've... Yeah, you've, you've repaired better. a lot of it, yeah. Um, but because I was just so, so depressed attached and desperate, like, yeah. after Maya, I... He, he could just, do no wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is understandable. Yeah. But, yeah, just like, yeah, if you do get a so just animal... Communicate. Yeah. It's always what it boils down to. And choose choose your pet together. Yeah. Because I feel like we made a good choice with Lucy. Yeah, so. I agree. She's so adorable. She's mm-hmm. uh, like everyone's Wade favorite. Has such a soft spot for her. Oh, she's a it's because she's a little girl too. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's just a natural girl, soft yeah, spot for yeah. me. Yeah, she's. So, I'm gonna go love on her <laughs> right after this. Aw, yep. yay! Well, hopefully well, you guys enjoyed this. And we'll be more consistent. We said that One last day. time, One but day. but I had to beat Jenna unconscious. All right, verbally, <laughs> verbally, verbally. It's a joke. Uh, it's a joke uh, to get her to record this podcast. It's so. only because he asked me at the worst times. I have asked her at many oh times. God, stop. I, you will be exposed. Oh my god! But I'll I'll keep cracking well, the whip, now. ladies and gentlemen. And she showed up. That's all yep. that matters. True. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please send us feedback. If yeah. you have us on any socials, just send us some feedback about this episode. What some subjects you guys want to hear. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to go love on our pets now. Bye. And go pee. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>